Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. I'm Rachel True. And I'm Trent Venegas. And you're listening to Quoting Gene Roddenberry. The 100-day podcast that celebrates what would have been the 100th birthday of the man that created Star Trek. Each day between now and the end of our podcast, August 19th, one of Star Trek's biggest icons, or celebrity fans, or both, will be quoting Gene Roddenberry. Then we're going to take a deep dive into why we think this sci-fi legend still has a lot to say to the world. Today's quote is read by Tony Award-winning actor John Glover. One of the greatest achievements uh, from the show was to find the kind of people we attracted and uh, some of those relationships we formed with them. Welcome back to Quoting Gene Roddenberry, and I would like to welcome back our guest host this week, the New York Times number one best-selling author, Scott Sigler. Welcome back, Scott. Thank you. We're having so much fun on the show. So I'm going to throw this to you right away. Uh, why don't you jumpstart our conversation? What are your thoughts when you hear uh, this quote from Gene? It's, uh, it's very comforting and exciting to me, my own career as an author. I started out giving my stuff away for free as podcasts, serializing my own audiobooks, recording them, putting them out. And early on started to find a, a fan base of people who really liked the stuff that I did and would reach out to me to talk about the science, to talk about the politics of it, just to talk about the thriller storytelling aspect. So, you know, finding the kind of people who resonated with my work and then establishing relationships with them has been the whole core of my career. We were lucky enough to do a thing called uh, Sigler Fest for, for nine years and, you know, get a hundred, 200, 250 people coming to Vegas to hang out with us for, uh, for three or four days and watching all the relationships these people form, both there and on my my website, back when it was pre-Facebook, so we had 15,000 people on that site, talking to each other and chatting with each other and sharing ideas and revolving around the content, like Gene's fans revolved around Star Trek. It is, an, it is an incredible feeling to know that something you put into the world made two people who would have never met each other come together and they establish a bond and a relationship that they share for the rest of their lives. It's mind-blowing, and I'm sure... He experienced that on a, a staggeringly larger scale. I love that you said that. And I can attest to Scott's willingness to talk to fans because I think I sent him a tweet first. Like, I love your books. And he answered me. <laughs> I was actually shocked. I don't know why. Um, and then I pestered him ever since. But yeah, I think one of the things about this quote for me is it reminds me, I hate the word, you know, when, when Twitter and all that start followers. I never liked the mm-hmm. word followers because it implied they're following behind. But but also, per what Scott said, it reminded me of like the movie The Craft that I was in. It, people wouldn't still be talking about that really, really old movie if 
it weren't for the fans and the people who loved it, they're the people who kept it alive after all the years. And as an actor, I remember about a year or two after it was out and people were still talking about it. I was like, I don't want to talk about that. I've done other things. But then Mm -hmm. I quickly Mm -hmm. came around to, wait a second, this is sticking with them and it's still in the zeitgeist because, not me, but because they have a kinship to this Mm -hmm. material. And as so many trend, as so many LGBT people have said to me and Q people have said, I saw myself in those characters, mm-hmm. in those weirdos. Mm-hmm. People were considered, I'm not calling them weirdos, I'm saying in the movie, we yep. say we are the weirdos because we are the people who are other, considered mm-hmm. other. We don't mm-hmm. consider ourselves others, we just are. But we are considered other by plenty. Yeah, and I love uh, hearing how both of you talk about the fact that uh, you appreciate like the fandom and the people who appreciate your work, because that's the thing that resonated with me in the first part of Gene's quote when he says, one of my greatest enjoyments. So for him, one of his greatest enjoyments from Star Trek was uh, getting to meet the fans and to see the relationships that occurred in this massive fandom that is still going very, very strong 55 years later. And I was very fortunate when I was blogging to have people who said that they were quote unquote fans of mine. And that was also a word that I was very uncomfortable with because again, I just felt like I kind of was like right moment, right time. Like it was just a perfect storm uh, of, of technology and accessibility and a high-speed internet that I was able to do my blog and just write about the things that I like. I wasn't trying to convince anyone of anything, nor was I trying to say, you know, hey, I'm so cool, you should like me. But people would tell me, I'm such a fan of your blog, can I get a picture with you? And it is the hugest compliment for for me, for a stranger who I have never met and have never directly communicated with, but they felt such a kinship or such an affinity where they not only wanted to say hello, but they wanted to take like a little piece, you know, a piece like with a picture. And it was such an honor for me that I was like, yes, let's take a picture. You are not my fan. We are now friends because I feel like if they were a fan of my blog, it's because they were a fan of, I was talking about Star Trek. I was talking about Nine Inch Nails. I was talking about Britney Spears. And as a gay man to meet people who liked Nine Inch Nails and Britney Spears, I thought I was the only one like that. I thought I was the only quote unquote weirdo who was like that. And when I met other fans who also love the downward spiral and they love baby one more time, I was like, oh, of course I would be friends with you. And that's the other thing too. I always say like, if you like what I wrote. And if you were into my humor and the things that I'm into, I guarantee you we'd be friends. And the only reason that we're not is because we're separated by geography or whatever. Oh my God, can I jump in and be super cynical and be like, I don't say that at all because some people are meant to be internet friends, Trent. And I, <laughs> yeah, I mean, and I that's fair. A, no, I had a restraining order from Stranger Danger, a 10 year restraining yeah. order in my pocket that yeah. just ran out from Stranger Danger. So I think you have to be a little careful right out there, but yeah, I for sure, absolutely. do love what Trent is saying because it's not just, I think when we say fans, we don't like that word because it implies like we're we're the ones who are da 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 da. And yeah, you, it's an uncomfortable word. Right, yeah. and you, per this quote, the kind of people we attracted and some of the relationships mm-hmm. we formed with them is, uh, is, is, and it's one of the few quotes where he's saying my enjoyment. Most of his quotes are about other things or altruistic stuff. And he's saying, no, I actually get enjoyment mm-hmm. out of that. So we are a part, it's a synergistic, some might say parasitic <laughs> and I'm not saying which way, right? Because the yeah, celebrities yeah. need the fans, yeah. fan, you know, goes both ways. But I think it is true. You can form, there are people who have a relationship 
with the movie, The Craft, right? Or Half-Baked, you know, I was in somewhere and they were calling me Mary Jane and I was like, oh, right, I'm Mary Jane. I forgot Mm -hmm. that to them, Mm -hmm. I will always be that. And that's super fun. And I love that Gene is admitting, like, I like this too. But also, let's not forget, if you're Gene Roddenberry, like my friend, I always mention Bill Prady, like he, he produced a Big Bang Theory, created it. So he gets to meet so very many of his idols, you know, and I mm-hmm. love seeing him geek mm-hmm. out that he got to talk yeah. to LeVar Burton or so-and-so, you know, great scientists. He trips out on the scientists more than anyone. But that's one of the few things that people don't know is a great privilege of being in the public eye or celebrity is sometimes you get that you get to meet your idols Mm -hmm. too. Right. Mm -hmm. Is pretty exciting. Also, I just want to throw this in there. If you guys haven't read Scott's alien book, alien phalanx, right? Failing, yeah, huh? such a good book. I he's not going to say it, but I think it's one of the two. I it's <laughs> one of my top alien books, and I've read a lot of alien books, and his is in the top two. So please check it out. You know, because were you a fan? Oh my That's god! That's why I was thinking of it. Were you yeah. a fa- fan of aliens? That's been one of the most mind blowing experiences of my uh, my career is going from just crazy fanboy off of aliens. If for, for me, uh, James Cameron's Aliens, the best movie that's ever been made. I, I've watched it a hundred times. I just adore it. Mm-hmm. And then advancing your career to some point where you have enough, you know, fans and, and customers buying your stuff that you get on somebody's radar and like, would you like to write an, an Aliens novel? I'm like, yes, yes, I would. Uh, and that <laughs> was just a, that was an incredible experience for me. And I know a lot of the, a lot of the Star Trek authors get that same, it just, they can't believe this is happening in their career that they get to go write a Star Trek book mm-hmm. and play mm-hmm. in that sandbox is the phrase we always use. How, how did you unfan such- yourself enough to like just, I mean, you're a great writer. That's how you did it. But I didn't, I didn't even bother to unfan myself. <laughs> I, I just, I was, I think my response is you got to be shitting me. Yes. Like that, that was, and then I got to, I got, I worked with a gentleman named Steve Saffel at Titan books who had the license to do the alien stuff. And I just kept hammering him with treatments. What about this? What about this? What about this? All the stuff that I'd always wanted to see from the movies, I was able to send to him. So I, I did not bother to hide my fandom one bit. And uh, this is not this is not the Scott Segler podcast, but I just want to say what I loved about it was <laughs> I don't want to give too much away, but these are people who don't have the highest tech. You know, they're not you know right. with the, the the newest space shield and stuff made out of alien mm-hmm. blood, so they can protect themselves. And so I thought the creativity in the book was super great. Thank you. You're welcome. You know, and as this conversation is unfolding, I'm sitting here talking with you, Rachel True, and, and you, Scott Sigler, <laughs> and and about you know Gene Roddenberry's quotes for Roddenberry Entertainment and Star Trek, and I'm, I'm like, how am I here? How how have I gotten? How am I able to be here? To be here? So, it's it's just it's an amazing amazing feeling to be a fan of something and then mm-hmm. be invited to you know have a say or to at least be. Uh, at the table to have the conversation. I had I had the exact same experience when when Rachel reached out to me just reading my books and I was like, wait a minute. No, that's <laughs> that's 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 not the that's not the actor from the craft and half baked. Right? Like, Holy <laughs> shit. It was another it was another because I just love both those movies. So it was another yeah. moment where yeah. so you know having that grounding being being a creator who's grounded enough to allow themselves to have these you know fan person moments helps you have better perspective when someone comes up to you and will say something like, that is my favorite piece of art. It has had so much impact on my life. Because the first couple of times you hear that, I'm sure you even heard from your blog from time to time. It's like, what are you talking about? That's just a thing I made. Yep. And you forget. Yeah. But that's why I took the time to fangirl because I'm like, listen, this quote, you know, 
is a little bit about that, right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and what I like is that I'm not jaded enough not to have enthusiasm still for the things yeah. I get a kick out of or the people, mm-hmm. or the, you know, who oh, I've liked them since I was a kid or so I still get the same yeah. way other people yep. do about something I've been in, which is weird to me, <laughs> but it's all part of the whole, you know, and again, it's the relationship we formed and why I may not be as uh, altruistically outgoing with fans as <laughs> Trent is uh, because I'm a lady. So I have to be more careful mm, yeah, with that stuff. Yeah, frankly, yeah. I do appreciate each and every one who comes up and tells me because I just go and do my stuff. And then I hope mm-hmm. people watch it or not, you know, and, mm-hmm. and then I was focused on a book and other things for a while. So the fact that people still know me as an actor, I'm always like, oh, thank you. You know, it does, it's not coming from a place of, oh, of course. And of neither yeah, is Mr. Yeah. Roddenberry. It's so rele- relevatory experience, I'm sure it was for Mr. Roddenberry as well, when you realize that this thing you're making, where you are creating fiction, something that has never existed, people have never existed and never will actually exist, mm-hmm. have emotional impact and resonance with people and can literally change people's lives. Yep. You know, people like, uh, I've had numerous experience, people come like, I was in a really hard difficult place in my life. Things are really dark. And your bit of art out there was the thing I associated with in a large part that gave me that friend that gave me that person I needed to, to kind of lean on that source of comfort that was always there that helped them get over that bump to the next thing. And, 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 you know, if you've, you've been to sci-fi conventions, you know, there's a lot of people with social awkwardness there and how Mm -hmm. many times, uh, Roddenberry's, siren call out to the world to all of the all of the others and the weirdos and the other thing we can all come together and have community and success how how many times he must have experienced that i mean that kind of yeah. thing had to yeah. lean right into that quote and i had the yeah. same experience actually with one of the, the first book of scott's i think i listened to it on audible where i've had an account since like 2000 uh but i was like selling a house or something tedious and annoying and it was just really fun to put on your mm-hmm. book and be taken yep. somewhere else. And I could say that about so many things that I truly enjoy is that it takes me somewhere else and gives me a lot of food for thought. And then what people don't realize is like reading Scott's book or watching a movie I was in or reading Trent's blog, it may spur their own book. Something mm-hmm. you wrote yep. is inspiring someone to write yep. their own book, not rip you off, but inspiring them to write their own story of all this. And that to me is, is super exciting. That's, that's one has to wonder how many, how many bloggers respond by reading Trent's work. That's, that's what I say. This is great. I want to do this. That's right. And Trent is now a producer of a, you know, a TV show. So it also goes to show, you know, the evolution of someone and then you'll have a whole new parcel of fans. All right, you guys, I could keep fangirling this whole podcast, (laughs) but do you all, have any last thoughts on this quote? Yeah, the last thing I want to touch on is the is the part where Gene is saying one of his greatest enjoyments was to find the kind of people that he and the writers attracted from their work with Star Trek. And that's another thing that kind of I can connect to because once the blog got popular and I was like, I don't know how to sell advertising, I had to have help with that. And then when I got the, the demographics of who was reading my site, I was so happy to learn that it was young professional women. (laughs) Something about, you know, something about whatever I was putting out was resonating with young, intelligent, professional women. And I'm like, if that's my audience, 
I must be doing something really, really right because, um, you know, like that's something I was always very proud of. So uh, I can understand when when Gene says one of his greatest enjoyments, because that was one of the greatest enjoyments for me was to learn that my audience was educated, female. Oh, dude. Uh, and, yeah. you know, mine, mine, when I had actual scientists sending. Yes. Sending me fan information or like, when they, <laughs> you know, you look awesome. at the bottom and it's like so-and-so PhD and you're like, what? It's like yeah. that, that similar thing that you are creating a thing that you want to be honest and accurate and resonates with that audience. I, yeah, I can relate to that quite a bit. So lastly, yeah. I'll fangirl on John Glover. Trent's going to tell you where to see the videos, but he's such a great actor. You, you'll, as soon as you see his face, you'll recognize him from a million things. Yeah. You can watch a video of John reading today's quote on our social media accounts on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And we hope you'll join the three of us again tomorrow for another episode of Quoting Gene Roddenberry. Bye. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Quoting Gene Roddenberry. We'd love to hear your thoughts on today's quote. So tweet us, post us, DM us, whatever. We're at Roddenberry on Twitter and Facebook and at Roddenberry Official on Instagram. Quoting Gene Roddenberry is a Roddenberry podcast hosted by me, Rachel True. And me, Trent Venegas. Producing are Claire Kramer and Kelsey Goldberg with executive producers Trevor Roth and Rod Roddenberry. Engineering and editing are provided by Elizabeth Joy Windham. And special thanks to all those who were kind enough to read a quote and give a voice to Gene Roddenberry's everlasting words. Live long and prosper. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.